Would this be a normal field trip with a friend? No way! Cruising on down Main Street, you're relaxed and feeling good. Yeah! Next thing that you know, you see it. Not the octopus! Sucking right past moms on the magic school bus. Take that! Come on in. You might be baked into a pot on the magic school bus. Come on. Hello, you beautiful people. It is I, Aquarius, birthday January 25th. And thank you for joining me here. Well, today I will be known as Aqua Frizzle. Yes, Miss Frizzle of the Magic School Bus is my queen, my icon, my goddess. I've even had the humble pleasure of honoring her by dressing up as her for Halloween one year. I look fucking amazing. But enough about me. Obviously, we're going to learn some sciencey shit today. So we're going to make our first stop in the big old open ass universe where they're going to give us some words of wisdom. And they read, you may be a nice guy by nature, but the planets warn that you need to put your fierce face on today if you want to get important things done. Sometimes nice guys need to accept that some people respond more to the stick than the carrot. So does that mean I get to beat people with a stick today instead of a carrot? Because if so, I definitely support that. Because I ain't taking these silly ass people shit no more. They don't use common sense or logic. And unfortunately, I usually don't have a carrot or stick on me. So I'm just going to beat him with my shoe. So sometimes when I'm just like, you know, chilling in the crib and I don't have any work the next day, I just like to, you know, have an edible or whatever so I can just relax and drift off into La La Land. And my mind be wandering a lot when I do that. And it recently wandered into what exactly is a zodiac? Because we automatically associate it with astrological signs, but does it have its own like identity outside of that? And it kind of does. So according to my internet research, a zodiac is an imaginary band from the heavens, AKA space, centered on an elliptical that encompasses the apparent paths of all the planets and is divided into 12 constellations or signs each taken from the astrological purposes that extend 30 degrees of longitude. So like if you look at a picture of the solar system and you ever see like those little white lines that are connected to each planet as if that is what it rides along, that's actually the zodiac. Besides the simple fact that we know it associates with all 12 signs, but that little imaginary ass band is the zodiac because it really doesn't exist. And after I first found that out, I was like, poof, mind blown. Look at me out here learning shit. And now you know too. And not only that, the word zodiac comes from the Greek word zodiacos, which actually means circle of animals. Now the Latin term zodiacus was derived from the Greek and the Greek term came from the word zodian, which is the diminutive of zoon or animal. Like what? Shit just got mad deep. Now seven of the constellations found along the elliptical represent animals as they did in Greek and Roman times. You have Aries, which is a ram, obviously, Taurus, the bull, Cancer, the crab, Leo, lion, Scorpius, the scorpion, Capricornius, 
which is the goat, and Pisces, which is a fish. So now after I did all the research for what a zodiac is, you know, my brain get a little stupid because, you know, the edible is hitting. So I'm like, well, if that's what a zodiac is, what the hell is a horoscope? <laughs> like, look it, I was dead ass Googling what the difference between a zodiac and a horoscope was. And I really thought I was the shit when I found the answer. Like, boo. A zodiac sign is the position of the sun on the elliptical at the time of a person's birth. However, a horoscope can be understood to be a heavenly map depicting the alignment of the planetary bodies, sun, moon, star, star constellation, planets, etc. at the time of a person's birth or significant time in his or her life. And because I was in an inebriated state at the time when I read that, I was like, I still don't understand shit that I just read. And then I found something that made it just so much easier to understand. And it says, a zodiac refers to the position of the sun at the time of your birth, while the horoscope refers to how that position affects your life. Then I thought to myself, boom, baby, we got it. We got it. Yes, Aquarius. Hold up. Wait, where does the word Aquarius come from? <laughs> but on some real shit, most people that are probably into zodiacs never even think about like where the words actually came from. Like who gave them to us? Why do they belong here? And I needed to find out that night. So it says the term Aquarius is used in context for astrology to refer to an era believed to bring increased spirituality and harmony to the world. But then I needed more. And I found the first record of the word Aquarius being used in English language came from around the 1400s. The word is taken directly from Latin in which it means water carrier from the Latin root aqua meaning water. Which is probably why most people think we're fucking water signs because of aqua. Aquarius is one of the oldest constellations documented in historical record. First recorded in the second century by a Greek astronomer, Claudius Ptolemy. And I'm like, that's cool. That's nice. But I wonder what our constellation looks like because I can't remember because I always say one day I was probably going to get it as a tattoo. And I found out some things that I thought were kind of cool. The largest of the 12 constellations is Virgo, which covers 1,294 square degrees of the southern night sky. Now covering an area of 979 square degrees, Aquarius is the second largest zodiac constellation and the 10th largest constellation in the sky. And within Aquarius's constellation, we have something famously known as the Helix Nebula. The Helix Nebula is a bright, large planetary nebula located 650 light years away from Earth. Planetary nebula such as the helix are formed when stars that are not massive enough to go out as a supernova expel their outer envelopes at the end of their evolutionary cycle. The stars become white dwarfs, hot remnant stellar cores that energize the ejected material. White dwarfs are very dense, typically packing in a mass similar to that of the sun into a volume compared to that of Earth. The intense ultraviolet radiation from the stars causes the ejected layers of gas to glow. It's one of the closest planetary nebulas to Earth and is visible in binoculars and easily observed in small telescopes in good conditions. Its striking appearance has earned its nickname God's Eye or Eye of God Nebula. Like, look at that, people. We have a God's Eye in our constellation. Like, what other zodiac can say that? I don't know. I'm not doing the research to find out either. <laughs> Well, I hope that you have enjoyed this episode and learned something just like I did because a lot of this information I didn't know beforehand. 
So thank you to you. Thank you to the edible that I had, especially because it was free. And I hope to see you here next week. Bye, uh, you sexy beast. Peace.